3: Good afternoon. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Hope you're enjoying the Labor Day holiday, whether you're working or not. Beautiful day outside. Kim I'm on the Roach with you, live from Studio Lumo USA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. As I turn around to check the correct temperature, and the screen's died on me. Can you believe it? Who's that? Mutley in the background. Uh, we are here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's Hyundai and IGR Supermarkets, and talking about Mutley the dog, here he is. <laughs> What's the matter? Hey! You? Hey, got
0: no respect.
3: What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. i shut up your face.
4: Yes, Kim. Today it is black. Tomorrow we'll have white stripes.
3: Oh, oh, it's a little. Have we got a little boom dish happening there? (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah, the screen's dead, was that? I do not know why
4: I have become your personal secretary. Friday, it's every member of your family wanting to know where you are. Today, it is every Collingwood member, supporter, fan, player, official. Everybody. He has black and white stripes. Could you find Kim for me? I need to have a chat. I'm uh, glad I'm not
3: prolific on social media. but You, I had, did, you I, would not last. I had a lot of people wanting to be friends with me, <laughs> sending through friend requests. I got back to yeah, Melbourne. I got up this morning at, uh, oh, at 5.30. I was feeling uh, great then not uh, yeah. to fly back. But uh, yeah, I was in the hotel room last night and uh, I sort of uh, behaved myself. It had been a big five days. And uh, yeah, and I'm thinking, why am I getting so much social media traction? Yeah. And I thought, oh, right, of course. Mm. Yeah, so cheerio and congratulations to all the Collingwood supporters. Yeah, well, well done, Collingwood. Bit, a little bit over the top. I saw a text come through about it. Already? Eight, well, no, this one came through at 11 o'clock. Well, there's been a few of them. <laughs> well, this. Hey, Kimbo, do you still think Collingwood <laughs> will miss the finals? You should quit your day job.
5: Well,
4: a, wow. a little bit extreme, isn't it? Well done to the Pies. Yes, their 17th flag. Mm. Even though they keep saying sixteen, but it is their seventeenth. Oh, you and your little pet hates. Well, you, what do they miss? Well, their very first premiership team of eighteen ninety six. You don't forget your first premiership winners. Well, why are they doing it? I have no idea, Kim. I just don't get Australian football when it tries to reinvent dates. Well, pre- there must be a reason if because, the well, AFL's chosen to do that. No, not Collingwood. the AFL. Collingwood has. Collingwood's really anti-counting all your flags. They, mm. you know, how can they go? I mean, they know they're not al- alive. They're eighteen ninety six winners, but you don't mm. forget them. They've got their picture in the boardroom right, at right, right. It's a, day. a celebration. Well a day done. celebration.
3: Don't go on one in your rants from something 200 years ago. Well, it's important. Um, what's important is that we celebrate Collingwood and uh, also the Brisbane Football Club and talking about celebrating sport in general. How big was the NRL grand final last night? Henrith again. The biggest comeback in grand final history. They were it's gone. Extraordinary. The Broncos had a spring in their step. Momentum is such a powerful tool. In the sport,
4: and then it always brings up that question, and I'm going to love speaking to Mark Stone at what time three thirty? Oh yes, three thirty, I guess. Yeah. Just what do you do when you're in the box? And now we tend to think there are less levers than ever before for coaches because they can't send the runner out there as they used to, or have the runner clog spaces they used to. Kim, yeah. You rely so much on the players. They talk so much about structure, and we don't want to disrupt the structure because you don't right. want to. You're sounding like a genius in your view. I'm not. Got, you know, no, I'm no, not.
3: You were banging on about this a little bit earlier. But I, I so do what, wonder. What have
4: you done then? Well, that's why I want to ask the people. No, who no, do. no.
3: What would you done? Why pose a question if there's no answer? Well, there must be well, something have an else opinion.
4: to do. There well, what would have be. you
3: done? Maybe one side was better than the other. And I they agree did all with they that. Could. Yeah, I agree with that. And well, I, what are you heading with it? I just wonder no, what they think when they sit there. Is there something journos, we could you do? You journos trying to get a headline. Well, like, you don't, you don't you sit there going, an answer,
4: why don't they do something different here? Why is it that we don't see the different
3: anymore? I watched it in the crowd. Yes. I wasn't working, Rich, with a sherbet in one hand.
5: And Ooh. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow. But, uh,
3: yeah, I can't tell you off the top of my head what I would have done. I know mm. what you're saying, but yeah, you're, you're, you're so, so worked up about it. At least have an opinion.
4: Someone will have an opinion. That's why we go to the experts. That's why we've got Mark Stone on.
3: Well, he mightn't have the answer. Very good of him to come on. Yep. 3.35, Brisbane strategy coach. Uh, looking forward to chatting to him. Maybe this. Look, obviously, in in hindsight, we've all got twenty twenty vision. There may have been something that could have been done.
4: Um, I can't tell you what it was, Rich. Hmm. No, it just puzzles me a lot now that we I go don't to the world. see. We don't see. You remember the old days where we were talking about She'd threw the magnets, you know, moves forward to defence mm. and all that. So and we used to have the papers loaded with these great positional changes that would well, happen. They don't happen so often now.
3: Maybe, maybe it wasn't required. Mm. Both sides were in the game. Oh, it was epic. Go to it was epic. Yeah, it was a cracker. Hey, we'll throw it out there. Is it the best grand final of the 21st century? So going back Ooh, to 2000, yeah. um, there's been some, some beauties. I was there for the Sydney West Coast Games. Both of them. 2018 I loved I thought that was an epic mm. and then of course there's the draw Collingwood St Kilda
4: and there's the original epic Brisbane Collingwood one of 2002 Two, where we yeah. had Voss and Buckley just go so hard and who was gonna get the Norma Smith and mm. some of those judges to this day wishing they'd never given in their form that day because Buckley got the Norma Smith yeah when everyone thought Voss was more mm. by the end of the game by the end of the game was more effective so there's a, that's a smorgasbord to pick from.
3: There's a lot to talk about. You can have your say on that. Send us a text if, in fact, anyone's listening. If you're not just lying out there sunning yourselves at Why the wouldn't moment. Why would you be enjoying this weather? How good yeah. is it? But you can listen on the podcast later.
4: And the cricketers are back tomorrow.
3: Yes, we'll be talking to Ryan Harris at uh, 4.35. Starts tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so
6: 3.35,
3: Mark Stone joins us. 4 p.m., <laughs> the... No, 4pm, we were going to do the good, the bad and the ugly. We'll do that about quarter past four. Okay. At four o'clock, we're going to give you eight minutes of one of the greatest so grand finals. Living. Yeah, so the highlights, Jared Waitley mm-hmm. and the team. Uh, it was a wonderful call. The atmosphere there was huge. Tell Richard. me about it.
5: You
4: were there. Uh, no,
3: it, it, it was huge, and there's one thing about... it. Well, it wouldn't have mattered too much who was there, I suppose. If there's 100,000, there's 100,000, but when the majority are Collingwood supporters... But I did... I contradict myself slightly. There was great support for Brisbane because anyone that didn't barrack for Collingwood of course. Could, was supporting yeah. Brisbane. Of course. So, But the Collingwood chant when they were feeling under a little bit pressure and you could just sense their supporter base said, right, we need to lift them. Uh, it is so powerful.
4: Tell me about, I keep reading, I keep hearing Craig McCartney talk about mm. the moment where the signal goes out and Pendlebury takes charge. Mm. Do, you, do you see this unfolding from the terrorists? I, I did. So tell me about that because TV is not going to give me that image because they select what I get to see. You see and you can keep your eye on what things are happening out there. So uh, when McRae talks about sending a signal and they want to create chaos and this is part of their whole process that's gone through so many tight games, how does that unfold when you're sitting there watching well, it they with po- your eyes on it, Yeah, the TV? Well, there's a lot to take in.
3: Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, not, not seeing the TV. Often the TV can give you better insight. A lot of times, but it's not just, always. Though it's just the way they play, Roach. Mm. And when the sign goes up that they still need another goal, you know, even they're in front, when there's a couple of minutes to go, the sign goes up. No, keep attacking. Mm. And then the moment you can just tell when they start to control the footy and chip it around, it's mm. not always going to work. Got a few forward, uh, fortunate bounces, but uh, they were the better that's the side. That's the it was uh, Roach was thirty scoring shots to twenty one. Yeah, well,
4: they played it their way, didn't they?
3: Yeah. So, 12-18 to 13-18, and Bobby Hill, what a game he played. And that's the good thing about grand finals. And, Roach, I did think of you, and I cringed for myself. Why? We did their Friday forecast. I said there will be an injury. That was my doomsday yeah, says. There's always going to be an injury. They covered it well, Collingwood. Oh, didn't and, they? Yeah, well, they did. And uh, Murphy, uh, that was a big loss. Big loss. But they, and my sure thing. They, stray, they sure stayed thing, true
4: as well, didn't they, Collingwood? Yeah, Bobby Hill. Yeah. Yes. And Charlie Cameron. It sounds obvious, but Do I bring up Brisbane didn't kick a hundred?
3: No, but though I thought that was a soft one. That no,
4: was No, I, I think technically well, you're Normally look at the anyone numbers. that kicks a hundred they win the game, But, right. but my so point to that was if they don't get to a hundred it means Collingwood's setting the agenda. And they did, Kim. That was the point of it. Oh all right
3: then. So it was ninety points they got to.
4: Well, there you are. But it was what, a brilliant what, game of four. What made them what makes teams scared to take on Collingwood in the corridor? What is it that. Well, no, you, you asked Mark Stone that. I, mm. I,
3: I didn't think they were. I saw Kitty Coleman go in the middle on a number of occasions.
4: They preferred to go wide, Brisbane.
3: We'll ask Mark mm. Stone. I don't have the stats on that, Roach. I, I didn't find it as quite as noticeable as you've been well, banging on about Patrick
4: Dangerfield certainly did. Oh, did he banged on about
3: it. Oh, so you stole it off Paddy. No,
4: well, I can only do so much from a TV screen. He says again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Linny
3: Lou, hello Lin. He yeah. says, No, Kim, the best grand final was two thousand and four. Oh yes. Well, uh, yes, yeah. so as of and Lynn, I absolutely understand where you're coming from there. But forgetting if you're a port supporter, if you're a football purist, you know, was that the greatest game ever? It was a great game. In the in the two thousands. Yeah. yeah.
4: It just it's hard to get away from what was an epic struggle between West Coast and Sydney for two years, Kip. Yeah,
3: but they were low-scoring games. But they were epic. They, I, and I've they argued were with David Wildey for years, so you don't need multiple goals no. No, no, to no, be no, a great no. game. They were brilliant games, but this game had a lot of highlights, which we'll mm. listen to, Rich. Hey, what we should do before we jump into a break, and remind everyone we did a nearest the pin worth, what was that, $300? $300. We're going to announce the winner tomorrow. Because we know that a lot of people are on holidays at the moment, even though there's a few texts coming through, we'd like a few more. Don't want to be talking to ourselves, Rooch. Just for you
4: and me talking to each other. I'm Fair sure there go. are some Collingwood fans that are more than eager to dial in, give them the number. Go on. That's not run away from
3: them. Rooch, there's better things than carrying on about that, all right? <laughs> it was a prediction. Give them their fun. They, they've earned the moment. I think they've had enough bloody fun all year. <laughs> I said they wouldn't make the eight and they've won the flag, right? <laughs> All right. Hey, let's just listen to Jared Waitley and his final call of the last 21 seconds.
0: Cox brought it to ground. Hoskin Elliott's kick is smothered. Coleman head over the ball. And so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to Premiership Heaven. Flies, pies, win the close one. Collingwood a Premiers in
3: 2023. All oh, right, we'll get that down. I heard that enough over the weekend. Uh, did Jared have that uh, pre scripted, that little finish there? Did he? Rise pies.
4: Flagpies now.
3: Oh, there's another one. Uh, That's that's the one they they brought out
4: themselves, Colin. At
3: at that moment, of course, sponsored
1: uh, by Balfours. We'll take a break. It's 14 minutes past three. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfours in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfours are for the game. You're listening to
2: The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
3: 2019 on the Labor Day Monday. You're having a winning Monday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, South Australia. And we're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Stack of text coming through Roach, as you'd expect. Not bad, given it's a holiday. Uh, it's fitting that a bloke named Ned Kelly has overseen a final series where Collingwood committed highway robbery. Well, Mario's put a bit Holy of work, and, bit of work into that. There is a lot of conversations going around about the advantage of the Collingwood Football Club and clubs that are domiciled at the MCG as mm. opposed. You know, we hear that all the time. Yep, it's definitely harder to win if you're an interstate side,
4: non-Victorian side. Please, I'm Kim, sorry. don't talk like they do. Yeah, we've got to sort this one out once and for all. Now, Uh we're not going to get away from the MCG as the predominant space for the AFL Grand Final. But we do need to find a way in which surely from what we saw in Mm. Brisbane and Perth tells the AFL and everyone, the game's better for it. I don't mind your idea at all. Three years at the G, fourth year somewhere else. Three Mm. years at the G, somewhere and And ultimately, I hope, I really do hope that when we get to the end of the current deal, which is in the 2,500, whatever, 50s, that by then – By encouraging people to invest in infrastructure Hmm. that we have, like we've got in Perth.
3: But even if we don't reach in the, I don't always like referring to what happens in America. There's stadiums there that uh, hold a lot less than, you know, there's big variances in Hmm. stadium capacity. I think every fourth year, a bit like the Olympics. Let's not kid ourselves. Perth makes more
4: money for a grand final than the MCG.
3: Yeah, exactly. And we've seen what's happened with Gather Round. The amount of people that I spoke to in Victoria, Victorians, that that excited about Gather Round and coming Mm -hmm. over to South Australia. It's absolutely brilliant. I've got another one, Roach, which is not rocket science. Uh, I'm very much a traditionalist. Uh, I love the Saturday afternoon grand final. But I think the same principle should apply. One in four should be a night final, and it would be a real event.
4: What about the other tradition? Surely that's it after what we saw, the first moment of this year's grand final. Oh, now the bounce has bad go. The case Good, bad and is, ugly coming is, up. is done, isn't it? That's uh, the end of that. Uh, yeah, it?
3: It's ridiculous. Uh, it is. I mean, I always say just because sometimes you can't keep doing something just because that's the way it was. And hmm. um, so I always say, imagine you've got someone from England, America, wherever, sitting there trying to explain the rules. 100,000 people going crazy. Oh, why'd they stop the play? Oh, the bounce went crooked. Oh, and why is he throwing it up now? In case he bounces it crooked again. (laughs) I mean, it's stupid, isn't it? It is insane. Just just throw it up. Uh, Here's a text. Lads, now that the 2023 season has been run and won, when's Matthew Richardson planning, oh, here we go, on unveiling the first of three flags in Port's Chasing Greatness plan of three flags in five years by 2025? Or do we have to add that to his CV of incompetence?
4: Oh, Little no, That's a gee. bit harsh. CV of uh, incompetence. That's I, yeah, a bit harsh. What a man had aspirations.
3: Let's, What's wrong with having aspirations? Oh, I know. No, we don't have to go down that track. Sorry, I hadn't, pre, I hadn't pre read that.
4: No, that's a bit harsh. Um, Arvo, boys. Than harsh, actually.
3: Time for the Crows to get busy moving picks or players around now. Any mm. gossip from Melbourne or otherwise, Kimbo, about. Yep possible arrivals. We'll get to yeah, that we'll get very, to that. Yeah. very shortly. Let's hear from Craig McRae, though, explaining the factors why Collingwood won and their manager management of minutes. Uh, probably two years of good habits and acting like winners every day
7: and trying to improve ourselves. Um, yeah, not, not standing still in, in what we're trying to do. And, um, yeah, and, then, and then in the end, it was an incredible um, yeah, management of, of moments. That's probably the storyline for this team. They know how to manage minutes than anyone I've ever seen in the game.
3: All right, we'll talk to Mark Stone about mm. that, the Brisbane strategy coach. Very good of him to come on yep. 48 hours after Absolutely. a loss like that. Uh, he's a true pro. Hey, this was a magical moment, wasn't it? Some are calling it a mic drop moment. And this is when Craig McRae announced to his players that uh, he and his wife had uh, just had a daughter that morning.
4: Today was already the best day of my life because my wife gave birth to a little girl this morning at 745
1: So, darling, I'm coming over tonight with the cup. I love you.
3: Sorry, apologies. That was the one when he said it to uh, post-game. And yeah. She sent a, a text to him because she wanted to keep it quiet. What have you mm. done?
4: And then <laughs> his, also his note about the way he'd sewed into his jacket, 44 sons. That's mm. what... The Collingwood list means to him forty-four yep. sons. He's got a touch about him, Craig McRae.
3: There's some great stories. We're going to get to him. Everyone's been talking about Billy Frampton, but uh, we should also talk about Tom Mitchell. He never thought he was going to get a premiership. Uh, Markov, uh, unbelievable story. It's been is a St- story, isn't there? Been saying for nearly ten years for Port and the Crows to get Markov. Can't get them all, Kim. Yeah, I know. All right, we'll go to a break. Uh, Roach, when we come back, we'll hear more from Craig McCrae and Craig Kelly as well. on the Labor Day Monday. We're here thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. We love them. And IGA Supermarket's how the locals like it. A couple of quick texts. Uh, This one says, The idea of a public holiday is to relax. Then in capitals, not listen to Rucci. That's from Ethel from Ethelton. (laughs) <laughs> Love you, Ethel. Hey, I like this one, uh, Roach, just quickly. Oh, well, Ethel, just put out a cold drink on the veranda and I'll be there at six. Well, we'd oh. be a good match here too. She's in her 90s. <laughs> uh, hi, Kimbon Roach. It was refreshing to see a small forward win the Norm Smith. How about the umpires vote for best forward, best defender and best midfielder for every game for the Brownlows, so we don't get such a bias towards mids? Mm. That's uh, from Rafe from Victor Harbour. Appreciate that, uh, Rafe. We'll flesh that one out uh, at some stage over the next uh,
4: 12 months. One key point there is we do not have an award in this game for defenders. We have a Coleman for forwards. We have a Brownlow supposedly now for midfielders. Mm. We have
3: nothing for defenders. No, that's not true. And that's uh, very callous of you, Roach. What is, do we get for defenders? Uh, Danny Frawley, Golden Fist. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. well, that's not official.
4: <laughs> Roach, it's not official. You know what I mean. It's a good thought, but it's not the thought I had. AFL Trade Update. Yes. Brought to you by CMC Invest.
3: It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. It's time for the reach,
4: uh, reach, the news, Roach. But go. Yes. Well, the trade period opens, well, at the end of the week with free agents, mm. which we're all waiting to hear on Tom Do Day. So mm. I'll wait to get an update from you on that. But first up, may I steal your line about narrative changing? Oh, yes. This is the narrative that has changed completely. The start of the year, we're talking about the free agents such as Harry Himmelberg at GWS. Could Adelaide lure him mm. to this city to pair him up with his brother Elliot? We're now about to enter a trade period where Elliot Himmelberg, with a year on his contract, is being spoken as a player to be traded to GWS. I told you about this a week ago, Ruth. and Jason McCartney from GWS as their general manager of football is quite happy to entertain the thought.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, good question. Uh, pretty exceptional, those two boys, aren't they? <laughs> They're um, all right. Yeah, yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd really like to, like as a positional need. But look, had some really good chats with Adelaide, a fair way out because this one's a little bit different because you need to be quite mindful and respectful that Elliott still has a year to run on a contract before he becomes a free agent. So we'll continually work through that. I know Adelaide's got a little bit on their plate. They're manoeuvring and doing a few things at the moment. They'd love to obviously have some coverage in that position if he was to leave. But, yeah, we, we see it as an opportunity. It's a, probably a role and a position that the club's done really well with someone like Lockie Keefe over a long period of time. And, and you, you think Elliot, sort of similar size and, and plays a variety of positions, can just really add value to your group at 25 years of age.
3: He's 200 centimetres, and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. He's one of those that scare me. he be <laughs> a very
4: late developer. Why do we get all this false stuff? In the book it's listed 198, 96 kg. Oh, well... I may be wrong. He's oh. around 200. Sorry, 2018, he joined Adelaide yep. as into their league list. 41 games mm. in that time. Is it best that he thinks somewhere else as he is Well, thinking? I don't think it would
3: hurt, and he's not going to be in Adelaide's lineup. up while Riley Thielthorpe's there. He's yep. back and you heard Jason McCartney say that Adelaide have a few things on their plate. Mm-hmm. Adelaide would be prepared to let him go if they can secure Mabwa Chol. So there's a little bit of posturing to be done. He may have to stay there another year. We'll wait and see. Hey, I like it, Roach. Nice little AFL trade update. There'll be plenty of that uh, frivolity going on over the next few weeks. That's 3.33. Mark Stone coming up shortly.
4: Rocked up in an inflatable dinosaur costume. Darcy Moore was spotted as Legolas from Lord of the Rings. And Isaac Quainor looked sharp, dressed as F1 legend Sir Lewis Hamilton.
1: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
5: 3.37
3: on a Monday afternoon, the Labor Day holiday. Hope you're having a winning day. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it, and our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Uh, Very good of our next guest to join us. He's the strategy coach for the Brisbane Lions. Uh, He's been very good to us over the last couple of years since leaving the Glenelg Footy Club. I would imagine it's been a couple of tough um, Mm, days at the office all the past 48 hours, but Mark stone has been good enough to join us. Uh, Mark, Thank you for your time.
7: No, uh, no worries, guys. I uh, hope you're both going well. Yeah, we are. Uh, I
3: was fortunate to be there. Uh, Roach watched it on the box. It was one of the all-time classics. We'll get into the nitty-gritty. Is it one of the better games you've seen?
7: Uh, from a spectacle point of view, mm. I think I think it was. And there's been a lot of commentary around how, you know, uh, captivating it was as a game and and certainly as a grand final. It was great to be there. It was, was a huge crowd, and it, it was a really tough game of footy, and it you know had a lot of momentum swings and lead mm. changes. So mm. from that perspective, you know it was great to be involved in that and to see it live, yeah.
3: Well, let's dig into it. Let's uh, rip the Band-Aid off. In the end, it was 30 scoring shots to 21. Uh, you, you, everyone can get to see the KPIs. Uh, it looked like they were the better side on the day. Did the best side on
7: the day win? Yeah, we think so, Kimbo. Mm. I think Fag said that in his presser too. And, you know, you've touched on a couple of numbers there, but the inside 50s were 43 to 57 from memory.
5: Uh,
7: We average 57 and we keep teams across the year to 48 to 50. So, you know, they beat us between the arcs um, and really only through a bit of inaccuracy. We were were in the game. But sometimes that happens and you get over the line and pinch those. But Mm. we weren't good enough to do that. And, so I think your statement's probably on the money. You know, they probably were the better team on the day.
3: Well, there be three areas, the inside 50, the tackling, they were plus 20, and the turnovers. It was 60 to 49, and they kicked 6-11 off turnovers.
7: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they. you talk about the tackling that had 13 tackles to 6 in their forward 50 compared to ours. Yes, so yeah. They certainly were better at applying the pressure game. and. Oh, look, I've I've only watched a half of it back on replay and there's some times where we beat ourselves a little bit with mm. our ball movement in terms of where our shape was. And... But you know what? Credit to them because sometimes they play that fast pin game oh. that goes up and down so quick, it, it does disrupt your own shape a little bit. It's harder for our, our guys to get in the positions they need to be in when you move the footy and often we had players that got the ball and open space and looked up and all they saw was black and white. So mm. we sort of weren't... Are able to uh, arrest that through the through the half time break and um yeah they outscored us in turnover and in the end, um it's funny how things <laughs> yeah, work. We had an opportunity probably to 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 take it away from them. But um they're good enough at the end to to um to score when it counted and, you know, centre bounce clearance and then to go he puts it yeah. puts it through from fifty and that, that that's just the class coming to the top, isn't it? That happens in, in big games and finals and saw good enough to
4: do it. Mark, tell us about half time. It was an interesting point with any sporting team is do you go in believing that what you are doing will stay true to what you've set up through the year or do you say something's not working here and we do have to find something different? How did you work your way through what was half time presenting?
7: Uh, it was really it was calm and composed and 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 we just talked a couple of, not too many, but just a few of the key points of the game, what we thought were the key points in the game anyway. And a lot of that was around red time, um, Mm -hmm. which you can't have back. But, you know, when we set those things up and even the players recognising the swings in the game and the momentum. And when Collingwood are running at you and they're coming with the ball and they've got momentum, you've got to all play a little bit more on the defensive side until you can arrest it. And then when we've got the momentum, don't let them get it back. You know, little things we made errors in some of our setups at stoppage and and just talked through some of our ball movement as well and saying we're able to get it to the open side boys but we're standing still and then we're not penetrating with the ball from there. Little little couple of little things on how we might do that a bit better um, but also to trust our big boys down the line because our kick-ins were working well and some of our down the line play was effective for us um, particularly if we got it through the first line and out the back and brought the speed into the game with Charlie Cameron and Bailey and McCarthy and those sort of guys. So yeah. a lot of our scores are really off straight plays. So we just said, well, it's okay to take those if there's nothing open on the open side. So it's just a couple of little adjustments. Um, we felt we could have been a little bit better on our, mm. our hell ball defence. They, they got us up the middle a couple of times and just, just lapses of concentration. And so it's just a few little key points, um, but also maintaining the belief that we're good enough and we're right in, right in it, right up into our necks and that we had every chance to get it from there. So... It was pretty composed. It's an extra... It's 27-minute half time, yeah. lads. So a lot yeah. of it's spent on recovery and warm-up again. So, um, yeah, not too much time in front of the whiteboard. Just a few brief points. They so can't take a lot in. Hydrate them. Mm. Um, those types of things are more the priority.
4: Mark, one of the most fascinating storylines of this grand final will be Billy Frampton. He wasn't a forward who kicked a bag full of goals. He didn't take a bag full of marks, nor have many, many kicks. But his contest with Harris Andrew is going to be spoken about for years, what did you, as a coaching group, think was happening with Harris Andrews, and was there a plan B with him?
7: We sort of knew it was coming. I mm. think I mentioned it to you yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, you know, on Friday I think it was, mm. and um, we we talked about Harris being able to play to he to where he wanted to position because Billy would follow him. But there are times where he's deep. It's hard to sort of let him stay there by himself and come up the ground, so yeah. there were things about um, trying to get to the ball side of the ground, so if you, even if you 're a little bit deep, just come over to where the ball is and play ball side and um, I, I thought Harris still had an impact. He, he didn't have his usual intercept marking game, but yeah. he still had an impact. Um, they tried to take him away from their kick inside and away from you know ours as well and So we were a little little chess game going on. Um, You'd have to say Frampton did his role pretty well, but but I still think Harris contributed for us as well. Even though, as I said, he didn't take a lot of mocks, but he had some big spoils and big kills, and he set up a couple of rebound plays for us.
3: Yeah, nine disposals in the last quarter. Uh, yeah, with the advantage of hindsight, we've all got twenty twenty vision. If there were a couple of things you could do differently, uh, what would they be?
7: Oh, good question. Um, if we could have our red time back, mm. um, they scored five goals in red time. Um, so yeah, w- there's a couple of plays where we put one behind the ball, which we do often, um, just to, you know, within the last minute and a half of a quarter, just to just to close it out. They scored twice in the first quarter and twice in the second. So there's four goals, you know, and yep. where we've been really good all year, our red time um, numbers tell us that we're in the we're in the green and we're in the plus for the season. For, you know for those sorts of plays and we just we didn't execute them very well and i mean uh you can go back and you can go over it and over it, but dacos being able to you know his agility work, work his way through a mm-hmm. contest and through a stoppage and then center the ball up is <laughs> you know that sort of class is hard to stop even though we've got the mechanisms to do that you still got you're talking about people you know you're not talking about robots and Mm. Yeah, we'd love to have that time again, that's for sure. And But, you know, they're good enough to do it. So you, you take learnings from that and say, boys, you know, we can we can score at the end of quarters as well. So, um, so speaking of that's time taking in, back.
4: Mark, now, it's how you read this advantage rule, but were you denied a time again with advantage on the Lockie Neal trip?
7: Uh, I think we were, but I don't think that's the make or break of the game. Mm. Um It's so hard to hear out there. You know, Zach Barley had his back to the umpire. He took the ball. He kicked it. In my view, they've got to be able to say that's not an advantage. Let's bring that back. Um, But it's gone, you know.
4: I I get that. I think
7: everyone's waiting on the debate, but... You know, I think if you're going to call a free kick and then say, play on, you took advantage, it's got to be a genuine advantage. It's, it can't be a, a kick over your shoulder. Yeah, under but the rule, doesn't, on doesn't, the rule doesn't actually, actually doesn't
4: say that. That's the strange thing about it. It just doesn't actually say that.
3: It was a poor decision. There was 80 yeah. seconds to go. No, you don't know whether it would have is. made a difference. But, but the, the key fact point, is, How could he hear it? Yeah, that's we couldn't. We point. spoke to Bo McCreary on the Wednesday or the Thursday. Mm. He said he could not hear people yeah. the week before. I think before, that's the key point. Uh, you know, from about five metres away. Yeah. And, and these are there's no... Just on that, lads...
7: Sorry, just on that, I think there's been too much made of it, to be honest. Yep. I don't think that was the, 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 the thing that cut the game apart. I don't think that's what separated us. So I think it's a good talking point for next year in terms of how they adjudicate that. But yeah, the rule. I, yeah. I don't think there's anything to do with the game, really. Mm,
4: OK.
3: Hey, no loaded questions here. I was lucky enough to watch the game in the stand with a beer in my hand. So um, I look at some of your players that are a little bit quiet. Uh, and we look at Cam you know, Do you think now, when you look back at hindsight, did, did he get a squirt in the middle at all?
7: Uh, I think he might have had one or two centre bounces. Two, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So not something um, that you look back
5: Cam,
7: at. Yep. Maybe we could have done it more, yeah. The thing with Cam is when we start to rotate, so there's three bigs that have to generally get a spell. Occasionally we'll we'll you give one a hundred percent of the quarter, they don't come off. But mm. when they rotate, Cam becomes our third tall. So he has to stay forward of the ball. Um so there's, sometimes we're limited to putting him in there, but potentially we could have thrust him in there. We did talk about what can we do in the last quarter to generate a bit of drive, and yep. we even discussed whether or not we put Charlie in there for a couple of bounces. Oh, I would have loved happened. that. I
3: would have loved that. You do yeah. always bang on about that yeah.
7: one. Um, but, but then the counter-argument to that is, what if we do win the clearance and he's not down there because he's yeah. in the middle? So, yeah, we resisted that temptation. Potentially we could have put Cam in there a bit more.
3: You're happy with the Dunkley-Dogowie match-up, apart from the fact he kicked two goals from you know, one outside 50 and one off one step from 50?
7: Oh, I think overall, yes. I mean, you take away his impact by scoring. Um, he had seven at half time, I think, from memory, and I'm not sure what he finished with. It might have been around the high teens or 20 mark, but I think overall you'd take that. I 18, think the goal is capable.
5: Yeah.
7: Yep. 18, yeah. I think you'd take that. If you said they were going to get that at the start of the game, minus his goals potentially, but... Mm. I think you'd be happy with that. And I think Dunks had a real impact. I think um, we talk about red time and disappointment of that. But if you think back to the start of the second quarter, they kicked two late goals in the first. Yep. We kicked the first two goals in the first two minutes mm-hmm. of the second quarter. And they were both off Dunkley clearances. Mm-hmm. So he had an impact on the game as well. I think it was just sort of a... Dugowie maybe got the, the nod because of his goals. But it was a pretty break-even Contest through the through the middle of the ground with that, so we, we were pretty happy with him.
3: Dunkley, twenty-one touches, Roach.
4: Mark, I, I do take you played Collingwood and not the MCG, but is the rest of the competition adverse to challenging Collingwood in the in the centre corridor? Is there you're measuring risk against reward, and just think the risk is too much at times?
7: In terms of kicking the ball through there yourself, yeah,
4: I just have watched so many teams be reluctant to take Collingwood on in the in the centre corridor, as if you just know they're going to burn you if you do. I think he's quoting Patty Dangerfield a as lot. well. Patrick right? Dangerfield is very yeah. strong about that Brisbane seemed to be playing the MCG wide on grand final day.
7: Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I think we went through the middle early. Mm-hmm. We we kicked the ball in there a few times. Uh, we kicked one to Dunkley early that got through. We went one to Lockie Neal that got through. Um, and we felt like we missed a few opportunities in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um the key piece, though, is if you do get it in there, you've got to get it past your attacking mid zone. You've got yep, to get it inside yep. 50 pieces Collingwood's ultimate strength is rebounding from their defensive mid.
4: Agreed.
5: Yep. If
7: you land the ball short, and we did that a couple of times and we had great contests from uh, Eric Hipwood, one on two at times, mm. just to bring it to ground and we, we were able to crumb it, mop it up. But their great strength is going from the, just behind centre. You turn it over in your attacking mid area and they'll, they'll burn you from there. So mm. I, I don't totally agree with paddy there we sometimes they don't let you in there either you know mm. sometimes their defense is good enough to stop you but we, we certainly had no um you know plan to stay out of the corridor um, okay. we wanted to get it in there if we could and go direct to goal
4: so we um, should be paying more we credit to Collingwood time. about the way right. they set up then shouldn't we
7: yeah a little bit i mean they, their shape was a bit better than ours i felt um, mm. across the day the way they held their defense and were still able to attack and we um we sometimes got the ball in really good spots and looked up, as I said earlier, and we didn't have a, a target to hit because yeah. we were caught on the other side or those sort of things. It's a work rate thing. It's, it's sort of a, we call it the landmarks. So the landmarks of the ground are different to the Gabba. The Gabba's a little bit smaller. and Sometimes you play that way and you look up and there's your, there's your teammate and you yeah. get to a foreign ground and then and, and you look up and they're not in the same spot. So mm. it's a little bit like that when you go to um, Adelaide Oval because of the length of it and it's mm. narrower. Sometimes teams find it hard to just adjust to that. So, um, yeah, we didn't have any, any uh, reluctance to go through the corridor, okay. that's for sure.
3: Mark, we spoke on Friday about uh, Kitty Coleman. Uh, he's come of age as a big-time player, hasn't he?
7: Yeah, he backed it up, which was, yeah. which was good. I, I mean, Kitty probably has a couple of defensive moments he'd, he'd like back. But, mm. um, you know, I think he had over 20 to half-time and was really pushing us forward a lot, uh, just reading the, reading the game really well. Um, yeah, so for a kid that, you know, he's only 19, maybe 20, um, you know, stand up in those two big games for us has been enormous and it should hopefully be a real... Uh, launching pad for him to have a great season next year and, and be really consistent like that all year, hopefully.
3: We'll let you go shortly, uh, Stoney. We'll just keep you tied up for a second, though. Uh, there a lot of commentary about uh, Joey Danaher's game was great, but uh, you were losing out when he was in ruck against Cox, but you had to rest big McInerney. Uh, will you look back at that one? How do you see that?
7: Yeah, um, it, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. they went in with two genuine and probably tried to structure it around when Oster went off. They got tried to get Cox versus Joe. I, I think the key bit though is uh I reckon our mids could have been setting up a bit more of a defensive triangle as I think it's known throughout the AFL. So I'm sure that term's not uncommon to you or unfamiliar to you guys. Uh setting up a bit more of a defensive setup and structure at centre bounces just to you know entice Cox to hit it backwards. I think the the one thing that they did when he was in there against Joe was swat it forwards and and even when the ball came to ground, the next was a knock-on or a surge forward. So they got uh, they got the better of that duel, I think, out of the centre. Um, uh, and in the end, we sort of tried to conserve um, Oscar by not putting him into forward 50 stoppages, which we did in the first half. We held him out of those in the second half to conserve him a little bit um, so he could play 100% of game time in the last quarter. And we didn't have that issue. So we, we were thinking our way through that. And that was a bit of a pre-plan anyway. But... Yeah, he's a pretty big boy, Mason, so yeah. it's hard for to Joe to, to stop him. It's more about, I think, where we position our mids. We could have done that better at times.
3: Two really, really quickies. We've got a minute before we get to a break. Uh, the heat a factor for either side?
7: Um, well, I wasn't out there, but I think we, we commented a couple of times that we looked heavy. Um, mm. Collingwood seemed to be running on top of the ground a little bit better than us at times. Um, so potentially it was. I mean, we, we're used to it with the way we train. Um You know, there are a lot of unknowns, really, guys. I mean, Collingwood didn't have a travel in the last eight weeks of the season. You know, we had three. Um, So whether there's an accumulative, I'm not sure. But we felt like at times we looked a bit heavy-legged. So maybe that was the conditions. Unsure, but both teams are in it. So Mm. there's no excuse.
3: I blame that hour on the tarmac on Thursday. (laughs) For four points. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I won't ask you the yeah. next question because we've got to get to a break, but it was just basically what are you up to now and uh, and who are you going to target? But hopefully we can have a chat to you uh, over the next couple of weeks again anyway. Stony, once again, we said it on Friday, we really appreciate your time. I know this hurts, but it truly was one of the uh, great grand finals. And, uh, well, that's a compliment in itself. It doesn't give you the Premiership Cup, but, no. gee, what a game.
7: Yeah, that, that's right, guys. And, you know, to be honest, I wanted to balk this one, but um, sometimes you've got to face the music. And you guys have been great supporters of the Brisbane Lions and to spread our, our message across South Australia. So I appreciate your support throughout the year and I'm happy to chat to you anytime. Uh, you know, through the uh, off-season if you, if, you, if you need some, someone to talk to from up this way.
4: Do I tip you again next year or should I get off and give you a chance?
7: Uh, I'll tell you in December.
5: Oh
4: yeah, <laughs> I look forward to it. Get Park. through the
3: draft and the trade. Hey, good on you, Stony. Yeah. And uh, I don't look, want to be a dead weight to him. Commis- you are to a lot of people, right, <laughs> including the show. Hey, commiserations, Stony, but really appreciate your time. Wow.
7: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, mate. Good to talk to you. You know it's 3.55, Ruth. I'm not that bad,
3: am I? Well, you are, because we're now late for the news. Well, I haven't got a we're, clock in front of me anymore. It's all black. Oh, don't you lie. Oh, you lie, lie, pants that on fire. One. Tell the truth. I can't see that direct like You see that one. Right. Oh, my god. That's goodness. not right in You're front of camera, me. on camera, you know That's
4: not right. That's right in no, front of I'm me. No, I'm going
3: to move out of here, because lightning's going to
4: strike you.
3: one minute past four on a Monday afternoon. Appreciate all the correspondents coming through. Hope you're having a wonderful long weekend. If in fact you are having one. Hey, Roots. Very shortly, you has to do. You have to do the finals MVP. Thanks to Sonos. We've got the good, bad, and the ugly coming up at about quarter past four. If people want to have a crack at that. But you have some breaking news now.
4: Yes, we've had many text messages wondering who will be Woodville West Horan's new coach. Well, yes. We had Michael Barlow mentioned quite often. It will mm. not be Michael Barlow because he's joining. North Melbourne as the head of development. Ah, someone said that that was
3: lock it in, take mm, it to the bank. No,
4: no, 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 not at all. So, so who is the leading contender, well, Kim?
3: I'm not going to claim this, going to claim this one. Sorry, a little bit of slang then. Uh, we had a couple of texts saying Heath Uni.
4: Watch this space. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Must be
3: due shortly, surely. So is the news. Uh, Quick text, though. Boys, after Collingwood's win, can we stop the nonsensical playing list comparisons to excuse performance because I would take many of the best 22s in the league over Collingwood's. Their win was a win for process over status. Names on paper, Brisbane win that game 9.5 times in 10, but games are never won on paper. Understand where you're coming from. Brisbane's got a good line-up and a good forward line, but um, there's some reasonable names in Collingwood. Just quickly, Dacos, Crisp, uh, Howe, Mitchell, Pendlebury, Sidebottom, Bobby Hill came of age, Togowie, Dacos, another one, Maynard, Quaynor, Darcy Moore. There's still some talent there, but I understand what you're saying, yeah, Phil. I theme. agree.
4: Champion team rather than team of champions. Yeah,
3: and get play it. a I great attacking style. Yeah. News coming up now.
1: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The
3: Roach. in the hall Past four. Big thank you to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. If you've just joined us, we'll be announcing our nearest the pin winner tomorrow. We appreciate a lot of people on holidays today around the nation. Uh, Roots, you have a finals MVP to do shortly, thanks to Sonos. You also have this week's Unmissable Moment, thanks to Drinkwise. Are you all organised, are you? I am indeed. Then we have the good, the bad and the ugly. A really good text coming organised there too. You are in more ways than one. Uh, what about this, text? How good was Mark Stone? Yes. Absolutely brilliant interview following a grand final loss from Henry in Melbourne. Exactly. We think so too. He's a good human and uh, we really appreciate the fact that he's up there in Brisbane and he, he listens to the show nearly uh, every day when he can. Roach, what's Very wrong kind with him? Very man. Uh, well, he was involved with one of the... Oh, it's undoubtedly in the top ten grand finals in my lifetime. I think that's not
4: a... Outlandish statement. I hate ranking them, Kim, because they're all good for different reasons. But That's why. Where I to fit wide. this one in is it's it's there. You're right. I'm glad you said top ten. Yeah, top
3: ten. And everyone's going
4: to have different tastes. I thought I was safe then. Yep.
3: Ultimately, it was Collingwood getting up in a thriller by four points. They were the best side on the day. Yep. Uh, put your feet up, whatever you're doing. Uh, let's savour the moment. Uh, here's eight minutes of one of the great grand finals.
0: Cox knocks it down, Dacos, was he caught high? Nick claims he was, umpire says yes! He's become arguably the biggest story of the season, Nick Dacos, and he kicks the opening goal of the 2023 AFL Grand Final, and they come from everywhere. Through hands, Elliot knocked it on, McCreary ran into space, double back, Bobby! It's a simple enough set shot, and he strikes it pure! McInerney pushes Greatie. it out the side. Lovely tap. Down to Bailey. He kicks on the right. He's oh. given it a great look. <laughs> Shaped that in magnificently. And her tapped it on. Robertson off the ground. Hit would lovely link up to McCarthy who set sail for home oh. and home ago. Oh, Bailey saw that he played on. Got across his boot. Danaher ran straight into Quador. Back to Bailey in the pocket, ran himself into a dead end, got out of it and kicked one of the great grand final goals! How good was that goal? He wobbles Collingwood back inside 50. McCreary there, got rid of his man. My check picks it up in the pocket, looks inside, he bends it around the body, and kicks a the big checkers. Also, had to cannon in to make a contest with the Pies had numbers. Quainor up to the 50. Jagoey marks outside that arc, and the final moment of the opening term will be a shot after the siren. Backing him in here. Jordan mm. Needs this one. Long range to go, he leaps into it, struck it, sweet, it flies and it flies home! A big game moment from a big occasion player, Jordan DeGoe, the ball burster. And Collingwood lead by 10 points at quarter time as a result. Big pack forms. McInerney across the front. Didn't mark. Here's Charlie Cameron. Ducked one way. Doubled back. Oh. And snapped the goal. What a goal. What a way to put yourself into the fray. Inside kick as a roller. It might still work out. Cheat traps it. Gave it up McCluggage. Another massive moment. And he's equal to it. To the he Links the hand pass to Mitchell. Probes inside 50. Hill. He drew him out. It was such a clever kick. Bobby Hill, a step inside 50, nurses it through, and blows a kiss to the crowd. Archie, as a result, got hold of it, hacked it forward and it worked. Cameron shows them the footy, gives it off to McCarthy, back in front of Charlie, got a bounce, clean set of heels in the goal! Charlie Cameron kicks his second as he fans out to the crowd. Maynard made good contact and won the footy underneath. All risky hand pass backwards. Fletcher was terrific. Out to Robertson. Kept it going and dead herbal goal. Well done, kid. The Lions are getting the pies defence out the back. Maynard killed it with the fist. Knocked it down to McLuggage though. Hands it off to McCarthy from the pocket for the miracle shot. Oh my goodness. The great McCarthy... From the pocket, phenomenal goal. Out the back again, Mitchell caresses the kick for Chris. will mark a step inside 50. Past hands between these two clubs very lightly. Here he is in Collingwood Colours. He's got it on a lovely-looking path to goal. We are seeing some of the most exquisite goal-kicking you could imagine in the showpiece game of the year. Al came running out of halfback to be the recipient and without hesitation he kicks for Hill. Oh, he went over the top. He went up the mountain and came down a hill. Bobby to level it up. It's a stirring response from Collingwood. Heads long, goal square. Bobby Hill down there. Oh, he picked their pockets. He's got it. He shimmies, he shakes. He lost Leicester and he tore them all. Oh, listen. Listen. So he looks up at Cluggage. He's got a few running from the goal square. Heads out wide. Danaher. Great mark. He's looking like everything, Joe. He's just got to use his disposals a little bit better. Four metres in from the boundary. 35 out. And Joe Smokin has smoked it. it. This is the kick, though. Dakos winds his way inside. He finds the target. The seconds are ticking. Hoskin Elliott needs to get it on. He gets it on. Oh. And he finds Crisp with some crisp delivery inside 50. <laughs> well, that's brilliant ball moving by Collingwood but really poor out in the ground by Brisbane. They just had to get blokes back. No point running there when the da- damage is done. After the half-time siren from the 50 launches straight. And the Collingwood faithful go up. It's his kick up for McCluggage My who mark. takes a fine mark. Oh, and he'll get 50. Oh. McCluggage is getting a 50 against Markle. Hugh McCluggage from 45 outs. He's met it, he's got it, trickles it on in front of Archie, who can run into a paddock. He's got Bailey deep, he's got the kick, Howard the flight, it beats him over the top. Robertson marks and goals. Robbie Hill uh, will open the angle. No, he won't, he lays it off to Pendlebury, who got loose in board. One of the greatest of all magpies. 30 metres out, he's every bit back. Scott Pendlebury. Puts Collingwood back in front. They work it to half forward. Blind turn. Mesmerised and berry on the lazy Susan to Charlie. Can he get it and go? He had it. He lost it. Charlie's got it. A goal! Have you in front? Oh, Charlie. Jinky Charlie has put the Lions in front with five and a half minutes left in what's been an epic grand final in front of a full house. Gets a kick up inside the 50. check in the front. Gardner knocked it away. Nick Dacos, lightning hands. Here's the Ngowi moment. He unloads, bang! You need your stars, and Collingwood stars just went and wrenched the cut back. He chips it wide. A mark to side bottom, and he shows some poise. Oh, he he got sense. fifty. Oh, wow. He got fifty. Sidey, and this will bring him to fifty-five. Side bottom. In game 309, from outside the arc, oh my goodness! He has got it, and the place erupts. One of their all-time greats, steel side bottom, shows nerves of steel. He launches it in long. They fly. Huge pack. McCarthy brought it to ground. Hipwood out the side. Who can get there first? McKenna ran onto it and over it. McCluggage tapped it to the boundary. Lions gave it back to him. Huey kept it in. Danced the line. Kicks to full four. Joe! Around the corner. Through for a goal! We are going to the final minutes! Majacek is able to take as long as he is allowed. Thumps it long down the line. Five. Cox and McInerney. Cox brought it to ground. Hoskin Elliott's kick it smothered. Coleman head over the ball. And so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to premiership heaven. Flies pies win the close one. Collingwood a premiers in 2023. Oh, <laughs>
3: Hope you're enjoying your Labor Day holiday. We're here, thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it? Have you got the holsters strapped to the legs? Reach. I've Those got things?
4: extra bullets today. I uh, might hand some uh, to how you. Are you.
3: Why did you say it like that?
4: It just seemed proper to do so.
3: Did it? Yes. To load up and shoot someone. Right. <laughs> I don't know how that's
4: proper. <laughs> well, it's James Bond stuff. Well, seven.
3: Well, that's stirred the martini. Sure, yeah. James Bond style to a spaghetti western theme, hey? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everyone can play along. You can send through a text on zero uh, four two seven one five four one double six. If
4: it tickles our fancy, we'll give you a fifty dollars
3: IGA yes. voucher. Uh,
4: what was good for you, Billy Frampton, the man who will be remembered for not scoring a goal as a key forward, but will be remembered. That was good, or will he? Oh, he'll be remembered. We remember Aaron Keating. We remember Billy Frampton <laughs> Aaron for more reasons than yeah, one. Yeah, he, he he did do his
3: job, didn't he? For three, It's an amazing
4: job, yeah. and they signalled it on Wednesday. Um,
3: yeah, well, you, well, what were you expecting them to do something about it? You're back in Harris Andrews against. Billy Frampton, wouldn't you? Yeah, you do. And he got off. He, you do. had nine possessions. And Billy wasn't on him all the time. My check went to him as well a couple oh, of times. Oh, you got
4: to see a bit more of it than I did. Yeah, yeah when he that's went to
3: the beach. The of being there. Kid. Well, it. it uh, was yes. that a little dig, yes. was it? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Not at you. <laughs> no, no, Not at sort of, you. Uh, that got awkward. Moving um, right, right along. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: my good was uh, Kiss, pregame entertainment. How
4: I'm, good was it? Because um, I don't get worked up about the entertainment.
3: No, I know. And it was out there and it was hot. They had their makeup on and their big boots and their silly hairstyles. But um, look, there were songs. It was a party atmosphere. There were songs everyone knew and could relate okay. to. Good. I tell you one thing, I could notice up on level one the pyrotechnics. I got that right, didn't I? Mm-hmm. The big flamethrowers. Yeah. You could feel the heat up where we were sitting. Big show. Oh, really big show. Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what they were paid. It would have been a small fortune. Probably enough to feed a troubled nation, I would imagine, but that's the way the world works, isn't it? it what was your bad?
4: give you a choice here. Do we get active about, like Mark Stone said, looking at the advantage rule? Because the umpires actually played the advantage rule as it is written, or do we take issue with getting rid of the bounce? Which Why one did they play we? it as written? It actually says you just call advantage, or whether it becomes an advantage or not is not the real issue. That's how the rule is written. If you see the team taking an advantage, you play well, it wasn't on. an advantage. But no, the rule actually doesn't say you call it back if there isn't an advantage. There's nothing about advantage hmm. in the rule.
3: No, but they do call the ball back if there's no advantage. We hear the umpires all the say, sorry, no advantage, bring that back.
4: Mm, check how the rule's written, Kim. You'll no, see. you check and read it. I read I it last would night. I need
3: to see it. I'm challenging yeah.
4: that. Oh, I'll get it out now or during the break. Uh, we can do it during
3: the break. Okay. We've we'll got time to chat about it. Yeah. Uh, my bad is that He's finished, Rich. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah. I mean, it'd be good to get weekends back, but um, no. Well, it's uh, it's part of our life, isn't it? It is our life, and it's uh, like a religion to some people, and they're lost without it. So it's, uh, you know, we crave for it to come around, but it goes that quick. It's sort of gone in a blink. You're looking at that rule now, aren't you? You haven't got time to do it. Not now.
4: Um, Ugly. You know, I am a believer that this game began to stop then. But it began in (laughs) 1858. Yes. And I'm with Colin Carter, a former AFL commissioner, former president of the Geelong Football Club, that we do not dismiss all the history of this game with these artificial levers called, oh, the VFL began in 1897, that's when Mm. the competition, or 1990 because that's when we went from an AFL, sorry, VFL badge to an AFL badge. The history of football begins in 1858. We do not wipe out everything that happened before any date we want to nominate, okay? Okay. So for Collingwood to say they've won 16 premierships is wrong. They do have a first premiership team of 1896. Well, Men who won the flag and were told you'll be remembered forever as our first premiership team. Well Collingwood don't forget them. You've got them in your boardroom. Wh-
3: why why do they not count it then?
4: I am bewildered well, why as to not why, find why out they out would before you not get on your hobby horse. And the other one Channel 7 Mm-hmm. would you stop saying the brisbane lions have won three flags the brisbane lions is a combine of brisbane and mm. fitzroy that's not ignore fitzroy's part no. in all of this they won premierships in the vfa and the vfl that's count them along the way as well so the that's, vfa as well fitzroy's been around for a long long time and they live on with our wonderful brisbane lions combine don't they that's Yes. History continues. Let's not get rid of it. Very serious, Oh, that. no, I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of it too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, have you finished? Yes. You down? Off the I'm, side box?
4: Yes, but I've got the advantage rule for you as well.
3: Okay. All right. You want my ugly? Yes, please. Center bounce. I'm over yep. it. Yeah. Service has mm. no purpose whatsoever. Whatsoever. Anymore. It has to be gone. And it will cost a... Grand final. Because I know you're not even looking. You're reading that rule, aren't you? I oh, know, no, but I've saying? been with you for this for ages. And We, 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 did we need this. to get Dean Margetts on yeah, from
4: we, WA to find out how it went in the West.
3: Yeah, we look, yeah we, that's right. They've yep. got rid of it. Yep. Um, we lose about five, six seconds. And it actually was a downer.
4: Was we talk ridiculous. about, oh, the tradition of the first bet. Well, wow. how
3: did that go? No, it's a joke. That's how good, bad and the ugly you can have your say. Here's one I like a lot of people feel this way please don't buy into this false narrative that harris was negated this is getting ridiculous is it? andrews had a good game his numbers stacked mm. up he had nine possessions in the last quarter prior to that i think he had six or seven oh, yeah. uh, st- uh, pies were ge- Whoop! hello his numbers stacked up and the goals the pies were getting were not the ones that harris would normally get look looking for. Mm. What a complete fiction that has been invented. A lot of people do feel that way. At the end of the day, what will they say?
4: Billy Frampton did his job. No,
3: they say they've got a premiership.
4: Oh, yeah. they you want the, the advantage rule now?
3: Uh, no, 4.25 oh. after the break.
1: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home
3: with Kimbo and The Roach.
5: in the Hall of
3: Fame. Big thank you to IGA Supermarkets, proudly supporting inclusive sport. They are good people, a great place to shop. Just quickly, Roach, in response to your ugly... This text says Fitzroy are a separate entity to the Brisbane Lions. Fitzroy still exists, Roach. Fact check that and you will see the truth.
4: I know there's a Fitzroy in the Amateurs, like there's a Fitzroy here in Adelaide, but the Fitzroy of Hayden Button Senior, of Kevin Murray, is embraced by the Brisbane Lions to the point where by FFCs on the back of their jumper. They well, it was a merge, wasn't it? Exactly right. Yeah. And that's where yeah, it, it continues like, on. Like Sydney and South Melbourne. Well, no, that's just a... That is a transfer of South Melbourne to Sydney. It's not a merger. They didn't merge with anyone. Yeah, you're right there, actually. Right. I wish I hadn't said anything. No, no, that's That's how right. That's about the history of our game, and we shouldn't forget it. Tell me about the advantage rule. Ah, yes. Advantage rule is law 21.2, the advantage rule. A field umpire will call and signal advantage where a team offended against demonstrates an intent to continue with play within a reasonable time. Now, the umpire's interpretation of that interpretation, which Mm -hmm. the law is, that they will, as soon as they see that there is an intent to take on that advantage, they call advantage. They don't have to actually see an advantage, an intent. Now, we've got to rewrite that rule. If there is no advantage, it gets called back.
3: I thought the rule is written properly. That's the word is advantage. There was no advantage.
4: Says offended against an intent to continue play within a reasonable time. That doesn't say anything about advantage. Intent,
3: no. Nope. Uh, so
4: they've got to rewrite it. Well,
3: I okay, just like Mark
4: Stone said, they need to rewrite it. Yeah,
3: but he was spot on. I mean, if Butts and Candy nuts, uh, if they'd taken the ball back, which they should have, because mm. he's under pressure. There's no yeah. advantage. He's kicking the ball over his left shoulder, with his left boot over his right shoulder. Um, That's a bad rule. If he if he spots it out, oh, it was just unbid poorly.
4: No, apparently it's unbiased correctly. The no. law, law is written incorrectly. Don't buy it. Don't call it an advantage then because there's no advantage from that free kick. No, Kim, the law says if they show an intent to take advantage, you let them take the advantage. It doesn't say if there is no advantage, you must call it back. That law has to be rewritten. If it was 430 th- wasn't 4.33, I'd keep arguing with you.
3: News coming up and then Ryan Harris will be a lot better than us chatting. just after 4.30, Kimbo on the Roots with you on a Monday afternoon. Hope you're enjoying the Labor Day holiday. It's a holiday every day for the Roots. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Well, the Redbacks start their Sheffield Shield campaign tomorrow, Roots? Wow, Rooch. tomorrow. <laughs> It's amazing, the turn of seasons now, isn't it? <laughs> Gee, the way you jumped in then, I thought oh, I'd I, I got the date wrong. already. <laughs> 10.30 wow. tomorrow, your favourite ground yes. against Tasmania, Karen Rolton-Oval. And the prodigal son has returned. He's home. Ryan Harris is the Redbacks' bowling coach, so he's telling one of the Australian greats how the team should bowl. Jason Gillespie, how does that work? <laughs> Let's ask him. Hello, Ryan, and welcome back to South Australia. Thanks, boys. Nice to be back. It's not
6: quite like that, but it's um, we have had some interesting conversations about bowling that morning. Oh, that's good. That's good. How
3: does it? How does it work? I know it hasn't. Well, you've had a pre-season. How does it work between
6: you and Diz? Oh, look, it's it's probably more. You know, he oversees it all, as, as most head coaches do, and mm. it's up to me now to um, look at the individual bowlers and work out what I need to do with them and, and tweak anything, and then also put the game plan in um, and our yeah and our and our philosophies going forward and um yeah it's been it's been a bit of a challenge i haven't done it before so I've been around people have done it but doing it myself it's been it's been good fun it's been challenging and um yeah and Diz has been great in, in in sort of sharing his knowledge and what what he's done in the past and it's just a matter of getting the right mix for um you know for for this group, which is an exciting group We've got about eight or nine probably nine i think maybe ten actually um mm. pretty good bowlers in this state at the moment so it's um it's an, it's a sort of i guess it's a bit of an honor to be able to be able to come back into the into this um, set up and, and, and lead such a great, um, exciting group.
3: Uh, as you know, Dizzy's one of the world's nicest blokes. Comes on the show regularly. Uh, so has he had to bite his tongue a little bit, or
6: he's just uh, given you free reign uh, at this stage? No, probably he probably has. Yeah, no hmm. doubt about that. But I, I mean, I, I, we talk a lot. Even you know, even away from training hours, we talk a lot on text, and we have a coaching group that we talk a lot and, and exchange ideas on and one thing he's really good at is he's, he's open to just lots of different things and getting everyone's opinions. And I think that, that for what I've witnessed in the past in coaching groups and mm. to be in one that's so open and honest and can share their ideas and, and, and obviously agree with but also disagree with different ideas, I think it's a really strong coaching group. And myself and Steve, Steve Stubbins and even Mark Cosgrove, who sort of looks after our second 11 and, and, and our pathway, Redbacks Academy, um, we, we have some great conversations about all different things. you know. And i you know I might comment on a few things about the batting and and Steve Stubbins will, will come to me about bowling as well. So it's all sort of shared, but we, yeah, we all have that really good relationship in, in this short space of time and um, which I think is really good. It's been easy to fit in and, and obviously I think we need that going forward that we can you know, come up with a really solid plan that we can have success and that's what we're all here to do.
4: That's the word success, Ryan. I noted when you were appointed late at March, there's this quote that keeps echoing in my mind. I see success, I want to be part of it. What do you see yep. that can Invigorate long-suffering red back fans who have just wondered when this is going to turn. So, what's the vision you've seen from afar that you can see unfold with the red backs now?
6: Well, it's trophies. That's, that's the bottom for me. It's trophies, to be honest. So you might, you might hear, you might hear some others say it's producing Australian players, and, mm. and obviously that's what we want to do, and that we get success, I think. But I, I believe if we, if we, if we have, you know, get these players playing consistent, hard, entertaining cricket. Um, that, that'll that win trophies which will then produce more Australian players and I think that's what the goal is in my mind and I know Dizzy shares that philosophy as well that we want as many of these, of these guys playing for Australia but in the meantime um, as I said, to do that we're going to have to play well and, and hopefully that brings trophies you know, the guys did really well last year and got to a one day mm. final and um, you know we're, we're not far off in the shield um, you know, I think that's, we finished I think fourth yeah. um, I think it was but we're not that far away. I think we're, we're a win away, or maybe a win and a half away last year for making, or potentially challenging for the Shield. So we've got the cattle. this um, has had to work hard to get that. He's mm-hmm. made a few changes here and there. He's brought in Kelvin Smith, who's come back from club cricket, who's, who dominated last year. And we've got a young fella from Melbourne, Jake Fraser mcgurk from Victoria, who's, who's been in and out of White ball, red ball cricket for the, for the Vix, and we we managed to snatch him up. He's got a, he's got a lot of excitement, a lot of flair. We just got to make sure we can try and control that and teach him how to how to how to use that. But um, we've got yeah, so we've got the cattle there. It's just a matter of you know learning how to play consistent, as I said, consistent cricket and not just play one good game and three bad games. So um, we've had a really good preseason talking about that sort of stuff. The guys are all over it. They're another year experienced as well. Um, you know, so we're on the right track, and, and as I said, well, I believe, and that's part of the reason I moved here. As I said earlier, the, the bowling group that we have is, I think, probably the best in the country. Um, you know, close to WA, I think they probably they're probably up there as well. But you know, the batting unit is showing something, and and I, as I said, I wouldn't have moved back here if I didn't didn't see success in the near future. Oh, I wanted to, be, as I said, I wanted to be a part of that. So. Uh, it's really exciting. So two
3: players in, four players out, including Jakey Weatherall, who goes to Tasmania. You mentioned about you wanting the Redbacks to move on to play for Australia. Uh, how much will we see of Alex Carey, Travis Head and Spencer Johnson in the Shield season? Yeah, not
6: not too much, I mm. don't think. Um, especially, well, this is going to sound really, really funny, but, you know, Travis having a broken hand actually could help us. <laughs> you know, and I mean that absolutely respectfully. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't come up and, and make the, the, the back end of the World Cup, then he potentially is going to be available for us, which wasn't, you know, for us us predicting Ford and, and when they would be available. He, he probably wasn't going to be. So um, that, that's a, a big negative for Trav if he doesn't make the World Cup. But it's a big positive for us. So let's hope he does make the World Cup. But if he doesn't, you know, we're going to we're definitely going to benefit from that. Alex Carey, I wouldn't have think I wouldn't have thought we'd see it all. Mm. So um, and Ali um, and sorry Spencer Johnson. Uh, will depend on you know where his hamstring is, which is probably a few weeks away, um, and and whether or not if he gets fit in, fit in time, and if someone was to go down in the World Cup, he could potentially be you know caught over there. So we're we're unsure about all that, but we're sort of planning on um, things without them, and if we get them, um, it's a huge bonus.
3: Uh, tell us a bit more about Spencer Johnson. Is there any parallels with your career, like him being a bit of a late bloomer, or not?
6: Yeah, I think I think it's 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 very close to mm. sort of to me. Um, you know, I didn't. I've only known him for now for probably, well, probably fifteen months because he was up around the Brisbane Heat, which when I was up there, and I managed to run into him a few times and had some good conversations with him around that, and uh, and and obviously got to know him a little bit before he, he jetted off overseas. But you know, he he was he's one that you know even Jason um, talks about. He's, he was probably a little bit lazy, you know, growing up and had a few injuries and probably didn't train to the standard that he is now. That that he's seen and what it takes to become a you know a fast bowler and i'm you know a genuine pace bowler and you've got to look after your body and do all those sort of things he probably wasn't doing that and jason sat him down he makes that um quite known to the group he sat him down a couple of years ago and told him that and from that moment on um you know he's 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 just shot up you know in in, in you know, his success he's had great success oh. he's he's you know he's got himself nice and fit and i and i probably had that similar moment when wayne phillips sat me down all those years ago and mm and put and put put the you know told me about what, what do I really want in my career or my life and my, my work career, so similar sort of stuff, and you know Spence has gone and done it, and you know he as i said he's well he left in um, he left just after I got here and, and he's only just got back about a week ago, so he's been off playing all the all the t20 tournaments in Canada and America and england and the, and the 100, so he's he's had some great exposure to overseas um, competitions and and, and 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 international competitions and and we've seen him make his debut for Australia, so he's definitely on the way up. We've just got to make sure we try and keep him fit.
3: I find it hard to picture Flipper sitting you down having a serious conversation <laughs> without mentioning his test debut first.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, he might, that might have come into it. Don't get me wrong; he's mentioned it that many times. <laughs> I have lose track now. Many times. <laughs> but, no, I love that was—I agree with you. But no, that was one that, that I, uh, Flip and I had a do the a love-hate relationship when, uh, mm. when we'll play coach. He, he's, I love him now. I've, I've, ever since I've. Well, once I've sort of got past that, you know, I always put that down to, flip, you know, giving me that that advice and that and that, um, you know, that knowledge, I guess, of, of what I want to do, and 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 I and I, you know, I'm still thinking to that this day and age, to this day and age. I'm saying that publicly, I can't believe I am, but, um, you know, but um, yeah, look, it's it's one of those things, and and you know, I mean, the rest is history for me, but for me, I guess it's it's imparting all that knowledge now as well, not just on Spencer, but on the other bowlers and how to how to look after themselves and what it does take to you know to train to become a to it, you know, get to the pinnacle of, of, of well, what is test cricket that I that I love and but also consistency in first class cricket, which I, as I said hopefully brings success.
4: Ryan, on the outside walking in, you said you wanted to create an enjoyable environment. What did you find on the inside?
6: Um yeah, good a definitely enjoyable environment environment. I, I think probably there's, there's some training things that I, that I probably Looked at it and thought maybe we need just a tweak yeah. um, just, just some of the intensity stuff and and the purpose I guess when the boys do train they have mm. purpose and it wasn't probably necessarily the purpose that I was after and that and that was sort of some of the stuff oh, I speak to them every day about it. I speak to them we have a we have a we had a bit of what we call a top up session um, this morning and and even there's two guys that bowl like when they bowl they're just bowling for the, for the sake of it they're actually trying to bowl and make mm. sure they hit the length they want to hit tomorrow when they when they take you know the new ball or. Or whatever it is make sure that when they do come to training they've got to try and keep getting better and that's and that was sort of the message i gave them and they they were great with it they took it on and and when i you know it's speaking speaking to the, the bowlers individually not everyone had that you know sometimes i have to come because the coach says i have to yeah. and all that yeah. sort of stuff so it's trying to get trying to just impart those little bits of knowledge and and again that was something i did i went to training because yeah. i thought i had to um and, and not necessarily get better so um, yeah, that's that's sort of the, 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 the I guess a snapshot of some of the stuff that um, that, that that I've tried to bring in, and, and it, you know the boys have seen to taking it in the stride.
4: Have you sensed this group is living up to that success vision that you saw at the start that got you involved?
6: Yeah, there's a huge hunger. I have to mm-hmm. say that there's a huge hunger there for for, for success. But you know, um, it, they're, they're actually you know we, we've done some we've done some stuff over the pre season around communication and had. An external guy come in, and 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 it's been a great um, thing for for, for, the, for the older guys, but also for the younger guys to, to, to pull the pull the group together, and you know, understand the the, the I guess the um, the sharing of knowledge and and the understanding around communication, how it works, and talking to each other, and how to make each other better, and and even sometimes calling you know someone out who might necessarily not necessarily be doing the right thing, and mm. um, you know, we've had all that, um, and as, as I said, there's a huge hunger there to. Yeah, to, to 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 take it on and, and do, and, and they also know, you know, they know that the state hasn't seen success yep. for a long time and, and consistent success. They know that, um, you know, and and they're desperate and, and hungry, um, to to to, to, well, to to have it, to get it, and and be the ones to bring it back, to bring a trophy back to the to the state. Yeah, oh, we've got some been... hunger
4: as well. We want to see the success that you've seen, so. Let's bring it on yeah. Yeah. Well, Let's hope that
6: we get that
3: Yeah, <laughs> We know you've been up in Brizzy for a while But the natives are getting restly, restless And they're, they're starting to get a little vocal And frustrated about the red backs. So hopefully this is the year yep. It gets underway tomorrow at 10.30 Against Tasmania at Karen Ralton Oval Hey, just quickly on a maybe not so light night uh, We've worn the black armbands for you today You've lived up in Brizzy a long time uh, So the Lions <laughs> went down and the Broncos How are you doing?
6: <laughs> yeah, a little bit disappointed. I have to admit, I'm not. As I said, I'm, I am a Crows and I'm a South Sydney supporter. But being up there and seeing what the how the locals love it and live it, and and knowing a few of the I've got to know a few of the players over the over the period, it's it was shattering yesterday and, and Saturday. But um, look, I, I think both teams are in a really good position to be able to you know hopefully fight back in the next you know hopefully three to five years, to still be able to you know, win, win a trophy. But, oh,
4: forget um, that. Let's worry about South Sydney instead, Ryan. Don't <laughs> well, worry about Brisbane well about Broncos. We'll as well. Forget <laughs> the Broncos, for heaven's sake. Let it go. Get on to the yeah, well, again. We,
6: the Rabbitohs didn't even make it into the proper end this year, which was disappointing. But that out. No, it was a little bit shattery even last night. But, 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 but I mean, I uh, two grand finals, probably two of the best grand finals yeah. I've seen in mm. a long time. So um, they definitely you know, lived up to the entertainment sort of factor of it. Ryan, great to chat to you. Good luck this season. I'm sure
3: we'll talk again. Appreciate your time on a uh, Labor Day holiday. Yeah, thanks, guys. We look forward to it. Cheers.
6: Still Ryan not Harris. sure how you can
4: get crows and rabbitos together either, Ryan.
6: Yeah, I well, was born in Sydney and had that little Sydney connection there. So Yeah, but I can't see how
4: the crows fit into the rabbito mix.
5: Well,
6: what's well, wrong that with that, Roach? He's an educated oh, man. I've got a <laughs> Port Adelaide and Central Districts never got on, so I'm essentially... Oh, ah, there's you. the I truth. He's got all bases uh, covered. You've
3: got, yeah, Ryan, you've got dual citizenship as well,
4: haven't you? Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. Well, I have for England, but yeah. think yeah. <laughs> he can do anything
3: he wants, well, right? Yeah. Good that on you, a, Ryan. That is
4: a mix and a half. Thank you. Ryan Thanks, Harris, guys. South
3: Australian Redbacks bowling coach there. Um, interesting. Uh, can it happen? Well... Do we live with hope again? Well, we want it. Be hopeful. A well, bit like the 36ers have dropped their first two. Like yeah. last year when we yeah. spoke to CJ, we were all in Roach. Yes, all oh, in. Why uh, don't you? Uh,
4: why don't you just tip them to finish last, and then they'll win the
3: flag. Yeah, I've been copping a bit. <laughs> Thank you for all the friendship <laughs> requests. You can get stuffed, uh, people I've never met before. Reminding me of what I said at the start of the year. I said, Roach, I have got two out of three. That's not do bad. Me a,
4: do me a favour, tip Port for the wooden spoon next year, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I stuck fat with Port when you lost
3: your trial game to Freo and West yeah, Coast. Yeah, where did that CJ. end up? I said, You'd where did that top end eight. up?
4: Hey, well, you made top four. Yeah, I guess, but go the other way. Put the curse on us.
3: Yeah, a few people have messaged that as well. Hey, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game. It's worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November the 12th, and you're in with a chance T's and C's apply. Let's check a few texts.
4: And we immediately have a challenge before us, Kim. Do we? The text message says, well, you two blokes, didn't say clowns, thankfully. <laughs> buy Rhino a keg if South Australia wins the Shield. We'll happily buy him a keg. If... <laughs> we'll happily buy him a keg. You can't even pay the 13 coffees you owe. Kim, if the Redbacks win a Shield, wouldn't you want to buy Rhino a keg? I would. Good. Let's but do you, it. you wouldn't. I'll help you.
3: Help me carry it there Hey uh, we're running out of time Rich Uh, Finals MVP thanks to Sonos Game changing sound this final season Who was your finals grand final MVP?
4: Well it has to be Bobby Hill doesn't it He gets the Norm Smith medal And he gets our accolades as well And he gave us a highlights
0: package to live with Al came running out of half back To be the recipient And without hesitation he kicks for Hill Oh he went over the top he went up the mountain and came down a hill. Bobby, to level it up. It's a staring response from Collingwood. Jared's
3: been sleeping with
0: Dennis, I think. <laughs> what There's a is text happening message there? saying,
4: how come you didn't call the grand final? Oh, not Why didn't you get an invite into the box? It was everyone
3: else there. They're looking after the corporate's reach. I'm better at socialising, really? than calling. Uh, are you suffering for it? Uh, no, I was pretty oh, uh, well good. behaved. I well uh, no, caught up with a lot of uh, people over there, so oh it was down. it was good. A lot of clients, friends like and IGA, enemies. IGA people. I did bump into the AA crew. I oh, saw, yeah, saw yeah, yeah, Rory yeah. over there. Uh, how
4: is he? Saw their sails. Didn't saw, roll over, did he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wondered if he'd brought that up, but no, he gave, gave me a big hug. Good. Yeah, I saw their sales team late in the evening, gave them a little bit of what for. Uh, How you going around there, you guys? Now, now. I know. No. Uh, reasonable time, Roach. It's got nothing to do with us wrapping up, but it does. Mm. The advantage rule. Reasonable time is the important part, Roach, not intent. It so reasonable time, Bailey didn't it? have reasonable time. It
4: shows an intent. I'm just here reading a out, oh, I get Rich. what you mean, yeah, I get on that
3: All right, let's go and have the rest of the day off. It's a public holiday. Let's do it. Enjoy the rest of the day, everyone. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for all the correspondence. Apologies if we didn't get to everyone. Send your text through again tomorrow. roo -roo. Good night, everyone.